Rewind it back to the days of chillaxing on the beach and all-day fun with Spring Break on DraftKings Casino. Play exclusive games like Fan Fave Rocket. The excitement is endless, the vibes are right, and the cash prizes could be huge. New players, start playing with just 5 bucks and get 100 back instantly in casino credits. Download the app and use code RTFP to book your one-way ticket to fun with DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast because I would never do that to you guys. It is a Wisdom Wednesday, and we've got Andrew Brandt, and we need him. I've given him five days, maybe six, to gather all his thoughts on all the Aaron Rodgers stuff. He had an epic Business of Sports podcast this week, but I still have a couple more questions, a.k.a. suggestions, potentially. So we'll get to Andrew momentarily. It is a Wisdom Wednesday, which means we had the Even Money podcast yesterday. We went over our NFL draft bets. Man, we cleaned up and gave you our early thoughts, by the way, on some of the season win total movement. And then we will have the Fantasy Feast podcast today. Let's rank these rookies for fantasy reasons. You guys get into best ball drafts or whatever, dynasty. We're going to rank the rookies with Joe Dolan on the Fantasy Feast. We'll go quarterbacks and tight ends today. We will have a spread the word winner tomorrow a sponsor confirmation email winner tomorrow, and we will give the YouTube shout-out tomorrow. You know who else we have tomorrow? Micah Parsons, Dallas Cowboys, first-round pick linebacker, the consensus Penn State All-American. He will be joining us on tomorrow's show. So fired up. Tell all your Cowboys fans, friends, that they need to be ready to rock and roll. It's big show time. Andrew, just out of curiosity, has anybody asked you about Aaron Rodgers over the last week or so? You know, the one request that I've had that I would definitely consider is, but it's not coming from the Packers or Aaron Rodgers, is all these people on Twitter and otherwise saying you should go out there and mediate. You should be the mediator. You should moderate. You know both sides. And uh, here I am announcing on the Ross Tucker podcast, if asked, I'm happy to serve. I am happy to serve that role, but I haven't been asked. Would that come from, I guess it would probably come from the Packers side because Rodgers apparently doesn't want to be back there, wants to move on. Yeah, I mean, there's so much to go here, and I know uh, everyone should be listening to my podcast because I I dive deep for a half hour into this. But the one thing that 
has surprised me, Ross, of all the reports I've heard, and everybody seems to have little nuggets of information about this rift. The one thing that really gets me is the information from whoever, ESPN or NFL Network, that they've been out there. That Mark Murphy, Brian Gutekunst, and Matt LaFleur, whether together or separate, multiple trips, have sat down with Aaron and or his agents, and they've not worked it out. Because everyone would ask, you know, what would I do right away? Well, right away, I would get in a room and close the doors and lock the bathrooms and say, what's going on? What's the problem? Is it financial? Is it personal? What can we get past this? How can we get past this? And it sounds like some of that has been done, or at least they've tried to do it, and they've been rebuffed. Um, but to me, Ross, this is all about control of the timeline. I said a year ago, I think the timeline is two years of Aaron and move on to Jordan Love. And I just feel like after playing as an MVP level, Aaron probably felt like I'm not down with that. You know, like, so you want me to give you MVP level play, take you to the Super Bowl, and then you're going to move on to love. Or maybe you, you asked me to do it another year. But why? I get the feeling Aaron's like, why am I doing that? You know, I've offered personnel thoughts. I, I mean, why am I doing this? And if you're going to move on to love, do it now. You know, just do it now. The Packers, on the other hand, are not ready to do it now. He's not ready to play. They had him as an as a, a inactive quarterback all year last year, and this year he's going to be active. So this is a power for control of the timeline. And I, I believe Aaron's side is saying, you know, I don't know if I want to be your placeholder another year, and, but if I do, maybe there's all these financial concessions or maybe there's some personal concessions. This is interesting going to see how it plays out. So I tweeted this the other day at Ross Tucker NFL. Andrew, of course, a great follow at Andrew Brandt. You got to check out his Sunday 7 newsletter. It is excellent. And I might add, he did a whole podcast on the Aaron Rodgers situation. I happen to agree with you, Andrew. I don't really think it's about uh, them drafting, not giving Aaron more around him. I think he just doesn't feel appreciated. He comes out and says how much he likes Jake Kumaro, and they cut him the next week. And I think he probably felt like it's a little, it's a little thing, but, man, when you've done as much for a franchise as he has – that almost feels like they're doing it on purpose. Like, that almost feels like it's disrespectful. And, of course, you don't take Jordan Love unless you're ready to move on from Rodgers sooner rather than later. I agree. I think he wants control of the timeline. So what does that look like, Andrew? Is it three years, fully guaranteed deal with a no-trade clause? Is it the next two years, fully guaranteed, no-trade clause? It just seems to me like, there's some way – remember when the Eagles gave Donovan McNabb a financial apology or whatever to try to make up for – I can't remember. They benched him or whatever. Do you think something like that is what Aaron wants? He basically just wants to be – he is calling the shots on his timeline. He's in control. And it would seem to me like there's pretty easy ways they can do that from a contract standpoint. 
Yeah, I mean, you're talking to the guy that set up a precedent for their contracts, which may be at the center of this dispute, you know, because the the precedent has been we're going to give big bonuses and, and guarantee a lot of this year, but nothing after this year. And, you know, the Aaron Jones contract, all guarantees really in this year alone. That's the way they do things. Now, will they will they bend the rules for Rodgers? Maybe. But listen, a guarantee the next couple of years. To me, that's not a huge deal because I still think they're going to trade him next year. And the guarantee travels with the contract. So maybe, you know, to me, it's more like let's iron out the plan because I think the key words in all this from the Packers are he's our quarterback 2021 and beyond. If I'm Rodgers, define beyond. That's really it. Define beyond (laughs) because I don't want to hear and beyond because beyond may be January 2022 and they trade him in March. So I want to hear beyond because I really think we were three years with Aaron before we passed him the torch from Brett. I really think this has been a two-year plan. And maybe he messed it up by being MVP, but is he going to be MVP again? And what are they going to do next year? And if that's their that's their that's their that's their answer here, I don't know if that's good enough. It's like I say this all the time. It's not business; it's personal. Because you know, we drafted Aaron, and we heard from Brett right away. And three years, three years of that, Ross, three years, where I'm getting calls from Brett's camp, like, you know, it stinks to walk in every day and sit with your replacement. And I'm getting calls from Aaron's camp. Like, is he ever going to play? Ever? Like, and and when teams make these picks, you got to be able to manage this. Like, the 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 media grades and the fans, you know, they move on. They're on to the next story. But but you got to manage this. And I don't know if the Packers had a plan in place to really manage this. They just thought Aaron'd be a good guy. You know, Aaron's a lovable guy. And Jordan Love, obviously, he's not going to say anything. So <laughs> now they've got to deal with it. And it sounds like they haven't been dealing with it great. And I think the bottom line, Ross, Aaron doesn't feel, what I can tell, is there's a point person in the organization that he trusts, that he can talk to, that he can walk, walk up to the offices after practice, take a load off, and talk. And... It's sad. It's sad it's gotten to that point. But what about the no trade clause, Andrew? I mean, yeah. it, whether it's two years guaranteed or three years guaranteed, if there's a no trade clause, then that does solve that part of the problem. Yeah, but he wants to be traded now. <laughs> I mean, I guess, I guess, no trade, a lot of guarantee. I mean, I always thought since they, they're not really interested in extending past three years and they're not really interested in pushing cap out, just give them a ton of money this year. You know, just like you said, that financial apology that, you know, if he's making 30, give him 40. If he's making 35, give him 45. And I don't want to hear about cap problems. You know, that's not an issue. Uh, they have the money. So uh, that may not be enough. That's why I think it's bigger. I mean, I, I think about Carson Wentz. Like, I underestimated the organizational problem with Carson Wentz. 
how deep that was. And maybe we've all underestimated this with the Packers and Rodgers. You know, uh, I got kind of a broad-based question. And by the way, Andrew did 30 minutes on the Aaron Rodgers situation again. So please check out the Business of Sports podcast. Sort of a uh, a blank blank canvas, Andrew. What were your biggest thoughts, biggest takeaway from the NFL draft? Did anything really stand out to you from a Business of Sports standpoint? I think uh, I know you've talked about it, the Trey Lance pick. Um I am on the camp, and I know there's differing opinions out there, and we talked about this, that no way, no how in God's green earth did the 49ers make that trade not knowing who they were going to pick. And I know people say, well, they get to three, they can pick any of these quarterbacks, if Mac Jones or whatever, but no. Uh, The amount of capital they gave up to get to the third spot, and it's all for this guy, who obviously hasn't played much, Um, that just struck me that they have staked their future to this player from North Dakota state that hasn't played much. And they had two number one draft picks and, and switching draft picks, you know, the kind of compensation you give up, like I said, for Cleo Mack or Jalen Ramsey or Laramie Tunsil and, uh, and wow. And, you know, Kyle Shannon was interviewed. It was him all along since January. They've been just in love with this guy. Um, he will be the most interesting follow in the future for me. And I guess I feel that, and I say this every year, Ross, whether it's Andy Dalton with Chicago or Jimmy Garoppolo with San Francisco, why are they there? <laughs> you know, to me, I know you have to do something before the draft, but why, why start them? And you people can talk about, let the guy get ready. No. If you take a guy in the top 10, to me, I don't know what your thoughts, just play him, just go, just go. I mean, why are we now, why are we doing this with Dalton and Garoppolo? And maybe we won't, maybe it's just talk. But Andrew, you took a guy in the first round, sat him for three full years. He was 24 and we had Brett Favre, we picked 24. (laughs) Now. I'm just saying we're in a different era now. You know, do we think Lawrence or Zach Wilson is going to not start week one? What's the difference? You know, what's the difference? So uh, that's my thought. Uh, A couple other things I want to hit hit you on. Fifth year option. It's interesting now, Andrew, because it's immediately guaranteed. And it's actually kind of awkward. You know, before... It was only guaranteed for injury, and so it usually got picked up. Sometimes it didn't. Now it's fully guaranteed, and it's a weird deal where the guy's still on the team, but the team's kind of making it clear that they don't love him that much. You know, the guy's still there for his fourth year, but they don't pick up the fifth-year option like, yeah, you're on our team this year, but – we don't need to make sure we have you for a year from now. It's actually the way they structured Andrew. It's a little awkward. Yeah. I mean, I've been critical of the NFL PA for the CBA, but this is a good thing for players. They get that full guarantee in year four and five, um, rather than waiting for year five and seeing if they like them. You're right. It creates this awkward situation. I've heard teams sort of say, we're not, Exercising the option, but we will, maybe we'll do an extension next year. Well, if you wanted to do an extension next year, you'd have the option. So you have contract control for that fifth year. 
uh, yeah, so it has given players more power. It has given players the power to have leverage over the team uh, because of guarantees. But you're seeing less guys get exercised. It's obvious. It has created this uh, careful what you wish for because less guys will get exercised when you have a guarantee. And now we're seeing the value of guarantees and the, and the, the low value or non-value of an injury guarantee only in the fifth year. As I said for years, that doesn't mean anything. And now we're seeing that. Andrew, I want last thing I want to ask you about is the offseason programs, which have all started up now. And the NFLPA, they even had a meeting with the rookies and the agents on Monday telling them not to show up. I, I am befuddled by this. I mean, number one, it appears, Andrew, they're fighting for something they already have. Everything except for the one mini camp is voluntary. So they're like fighting and making a big issue of something they already have the right to do, which is not show up. And not only that, to me, I, on some level, they're just giving money back to the owners. I mean, yeah. it's $275 per workout per guy. I, if I'm an owner, I'm like, great, boycott it all you want. I'll take the money that I don't have to give you. That's on top of everything. I, it's one of the weirdest fights that I've seen the NFLPA do to the point where I get text messages from former and even some current players that aren't exactly sure why they're even doing this. Do you, Am I missing something? Do you know why this is such a priority for the NFLPA? I don't. I mean, the one thing I heard from someone there was like, hey, basketball, baseball, hockey, they just show up a month before the season. There's no thought of bringing them in in the middle of the offseason. But <laughs> this is the hill that the NFLP is going to die on, this, this issue? Because the argument that you didn't even mention is they're going to work out anyway. And in terms of COVID protocols, in terms of a quality of workout, is that better somewhere else? Is that better somewhere else? Like, yeah, I don't get it. I don't and get now it. we have this issue of Juwan James and the Broncos. Uh, $10 million salary working out away from the facility. Let's be clear. They have the right not to pay him, whether they do or don't. But my initial reaction is they're going to pay him, but they're not going to pay him $10 million. So he just lost a lot of money. I yeah. wouldn't pay him a dime. What, like, So he opted out last year. And now he tears his Achilles away from the team. Who knows if he comes back from that? Maybe this is harsh of me, Andrew. Maybe this is cutthroat. Or I, I wouldn't give him a dime. Why, why even give him a dime? I mean, the only thing, the only reason why you'd pay him is if you think you want him as your starting tackle in twenty twenty two. Yeah. At which point he won't have played in two. Se he will have played three games in three seasons. And he's making like twelve million or whatever that year. I'd be like, "Hey, man, that really stinks. I'm sorry that happened to you, but we're not paying you. How do we know you weren't playing basketball? How do we know what you were doing?" Yeah, well, I would like to know if he's staying away because whatever he stays away all the time, or advice of the NFLPA, like acting on that quote unquote boycott. Because, yeah, I mean, he has to look sideways at the union. If this is really 
the reason he's out and he loses $10 million. Brutal. Check out Andrew's Sunday newsletter. Andrew, how do they get that? Sunday 7, uh, andrew-brandt.com. The sign-up's right there. There is no reason to not be on that. By the way, I only do one like once every quarter, but go to rawsucker.com, sign up for that one. And mine's just like a story from my time as a player. Most importantly, check out the rest of what Andrew had to say about Aaron Rodgers because there's a lot more there on the Business of Sports podcast. Thank you, Andrew. Thanks, Ross. You know, I am very jealous of Andrew. He's one of those guys that's 60 years old and still has a nice head of hair. Well, listen, like that's not me. That was not my experience. Thank goodness for keeps. Like you guys checking me out on YouTube, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. You can see, I mean, my hair looks pretty good. Now I got that bald spot back there, but keeps has done an unbelievable job of keeping the hair I have. And I can't emphasize this enough, guys. Start earlier than you think. Like if you see, even almost maybe before you see anything, go to keeps.com. It's all online. They have online doctors. You don't have to go to your doctor. You don't have to go to the pharmacy to pick it up. You just get the topical solution. You rub it on the head in the morning and at night. You take the pill and it keeps your hair. There's a reason why the FDA has approved these two medicines. There is a reason. I love keeps and I want more of you guys to get the benefit of it. I'm telling you, You are automatically on the next football feedback show, our YouTube exclusive show. If you go to keeps.com slash Ross to receive your first month of treatment for free. It's free, guys. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash Ross to get your first month free. Why not try it? Keeps.com slash Ross. takes. Good morning, Ross. A lot of big uh, offensive tackle news to get to, so let's start with that. Bears release left tackle Charles Leno. Ravens signed Alejandro Villanueva. Two years, $14 million, $8 million of it guaranteed. And as you touched on with Andrew, Broncos right tackle Juwan James tore his Achilles tendon and may lose all of that $10 million of his salary. I felt like you kind of went halfway there, Bri. With on Villanueva? Alejandro Villanueva. What do you like, mean? Like, you wanted to try to, like, you could have gone all the way and really, like, trilled your R or whatever that's called. But you kind of, you kind of, you kind of half asked it, dude. Like, go all in. Alejandro Villanueva. Like, you could have said Alejandro Villanueva. Or you could have said Alejandro Villanueva. Like, like, you could have really, you kind of tried, you kind of tried to half it. You kind of went, like, Alejandro Villanueva. You know what I mean? Okay. Well, anyway. Try it again. Alejandro Villanueva. Yes. Like that one? Yes. All right. That that was like, that still wasn't, that still wasn't you giving me 100%. But that was a good 90%. That was good, Brian. So this is all interesting. I don't understand what the Bears are doing. Like, the Bears are – I don't understand if they're trying to win this year or they're not. You know, like, they get rid of Kyle Fuller. They get rid of their left tackle, Charles Leno, when they bring in a rookie quarterback, Justin Fields, 
And then they're going to put a rookie guy at left tackle, Tevin Jenkins. I, I don't really understand the Bears' logic, I, I must tell you. Uh, why, why cut Leno now? I wait to see how good Jenkins is if Jenkins is ready. And then maybe try to trade Leno during training camp. I, I don't get it. Villanueva, the $8 million guarantee. That's a good signing for the Ravens. You know, to have Villanueva at right tackle when you have Stanley at left tackle replaces Orlando Brown. The only thing that's interesting there is I always looked at Villanueva as more of a pass-blocking tackle than a really run-blocking guy. So I don't know that I love that fit. And then Juwan James talked about it with Andrew. I tweeted about this yesterday at Ross Tucker NFL. It's brutal. I mean, he tears his Achilles at the Broncos facility. He gets all $10 million this year. And if he doesn't recover for next year, he gets his $12 million next year because it's injury guaranteed. But he does it away from the facility. And when you do it away from the facility, they don't know for sure what you were doing. They can't confirm it was working out for football or whatever. And I'm telling you, maybe this sounds vicious or harsh. I would not pay him a dollar. I don't have to pay him a dollar. I wouldn't pay him a dollar. He chose to not come to the offseason program. I would, I would make that statement. I would send that message to my team that we want you here. And if you're not going to be here, then we're not going to pay you if you get hurt. Speaking of injuries, Jets D-tackle Quinnen Williams broke his foot while working out at the team facility. So he's going to be out at least 8 to 10 weeks. Right, so it sounds like he'll be back for training camp anyway. But if he was done for the year, he would get paid every dime of his salary. Big difference. Not good, by the way, that he probably won't be in great shape when camp starts, but it doesn't sound like he'll miss games, and at least he did it at the facility, so they know it wasn't, you know, water skiing or something. Some of the fifth-year guys whose options were not picked up by their respective teams, Falcons, tight end Hayden Hurst, Titans, Rashawn Evans, Cowboys, Leighton Vandresh. Right, and uh, Brian and I kind of, or Andrew and I kind of talked about it, it is kind of an awkward dance, right? Like, on the one hand, these guys should be motivated. Hurst, Evans, and Vanderesh, now they know they'll be free agents. So on the one hand, you really motivate them to go out and have their best year ever, you know? So I suppose that's a positive. And some of these teams have been burned by doing this. They don't pick up the fifth-year option. The guy balls out. He either goes elsewhere. they got to give him more money than they would have had to. But now that it's fully guaranteed, especially Van Der Esch with the injury history in the neck, and then they draft Micah Parsons, who will be on tomorrow's show, I kind of understand that. Like, I, I kind of understand why the Cowboys wouldn't do it with Van Der Esch. But it's just most – I think 22 of them got it picked up, even though it's fully guaranteed, which means the 2018 draft was – a pretty darn good one. Speaking of pretty darn good, I got a cool email from Rappin' Rodney. He's a big fan, big listener of multiple shows going back to the Pod Vader days. And he, he all he wanted was a shout out. Rappin' Rodney doesn't want any, doesn't want to sign picture, press pass, or card. He just wanted a shout out. Rappin' Rodney, he's a Raiders fan. 
he got his mom flowers from 100 Flowers for Mother's Day, which, Rap and Rodney, that is a great idea. Uh, actually, today's the day, Wednesday. My wife's Oma, my mother-in-law, my mom, all will be receiving their flowers from me, from 100flowers.com today. And here's the thing. You guys still have time. It's this Sunday. But you got to do it today. Today, don't wait. You can still get them flowers in time for Mother's Day. You can still be the hero. Roses, lilies, daisies, or palms. You know what a palm is, Bray? Yes. What is it? It's a flower. Yeah, I knew that. Like, can you describe it? Do you nope. know how what is different about it? Nope. Like, I know a rose. I know a lily. I know a daisy. I don't know a palm. You know what a palm would be? It'd be cool. It'd be a good thing to get a girl for the prom. Get her a palm for the prom. You should tell your boys that, Brian. I'm going to make a note of that right now, Ross. So right now, the listeners, what percentage chuckled and thought that was kind of funny? What percentage is laughing because it was so terrible and not funny? And what percentage just thinks it's sad? If you had to guess. I'm going with a majority of options B and C. Making fun of me or laughing because it was so terrible and thinking it's just sad? Yeah. Sorry. Well, you know what I think is sad? That some people don't go to 1-800-Flowers.com, click the radio icon, and enter code FOOTBALL. That's 1-800-Flowers.com, code FOOTBALL. That's what I think is sad, listeners or viewers. All right, final notes today uh, include longtime Patriots staffer Ernie Adams is retiring, a report that Notre Dame linebacker Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa fell in the draft because of a heart issue, and Titans fourth-round pick Rashad Weaver being accused of assaulting a woman on April the 18th. So Ernie Adams uh, is a legend, you know, it was always secretive what he did for the Patriots. And, you know, his name has been brought up with the Spygate or whatever. I don't know that. I don't know what his role was with that. I do know he was Belichick's right-hand man. I do know he was uh, highly respected by Belichick. And I guess I'm curious to see how they fill that void, how they fill that role now that he's retiring because he's a guy that, you know, they will even tell you was a big part of their success. The Awusu Koromoa thing, I'm almost glad that news came out just in the sense I didn't know why he fell so much. Now, he says there's nothing wrong with his heart, but evidently teams thought there was. That's why he got drafted later. Let's hope his heart's okay. By the way, Cleveland, the Browns where he went, Cleveland Clinic, that's a great place to have a heart issue if you have one. It's like the best cardiology place in the country. I was there, as you guys know, a few weeks ago. And uh, they are phenomenal. And then it's always the Titans, bro. It, it's always the Titans. Now, in fairness to the Titans, they didn't know about this. Nobody knew about it. And much like the Aaron Donald situation, we will allow it to play out what happened with Rashad Weaver and this woman on April 18th. I find it interesting that they were able to keep it quiet for two weeks till the draft. And then it came out. 
So I don't know how that works. That nobody knows about it for 14 days and then it comes out. There's got to be a story there. Maybe she, uh, well, I don't know. I'm not even going to speculate, but uh, he obviously through his lawyer denies it. So we'll see. The, the Titans got to be like, you got to be kidding me. We cannot catch a break, you know, because they didn't know about this. I can't really blame them for it, but they've had a lot of red flag guys. I don't know if Rashad Weaver's a red flag guy or this is just whatever. Shout outs are in order. Pizza Boy Brewing. I will be stopping by this week. Sportaculture. Vision Comics with an X. HumanHeadNYC.com. That's Human Head Vinyl Records. Love that company. Other than that, we got Joe Dolan Fantasy Rookie Ranking. So if you're into regular fantasy or dynasty or certainly best ball, listen to today's Fantasy Feast podcast. Hopefully you're subscribed. Hopefully you listen. I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feasts, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found. A lot of times on the show, I mentioned DraftKings. Here's what you need to know. You got to be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler or in Indiana, one 800 with it. By the way, if what I was talking about included a deposit bonus, doesn't always, sometimes it does. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough, and deposit bonuses are paid out in site credit. 